Welcome to Floor Masters. I'm Anthony Moses, the owner of Simply Intricate Designs, the number one flooring contractor in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. This podcast is about flooring installation, custom showers, kitchen remodels, bath remodels, everything involved from materials to pricing to how-tos and how-not. Get your headphones, get your pen and paper, and let's get it. Hey, 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 everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Floor Master Podcast. I am Anthony Moses, the owner of Simply Intricate Designs, the number one flooring contractor in Baton Rouge. And this is the Floor Master Podcast, another crazy, amazing show, amazing episode, amazing content, priceless knowledge. This one here is priceless knowledge. And amazing guest, my friend, Derek Johnson. Derek, please introduce yourself to everybody. Let them know who you are, what you do, how you do it, why you do it, where you do it, and whatever else you want to tell us. <laughs> I like that. That's a that's a way to really build this up and hype it up. So I hope I can uh, you know show up the way I need to. But my name is Derek Johnson. I've been a contractor for 24 years. I, I'm a current contractor. I have a landscape business, a garden center, and a pond company. My company name is JVI Secret Gardens. We're located in Nashville, but that's not what I'm here. You didn't ask me to come on and talk about my business on that end. What we're going to talk about is my other company. I have two business partners, uh, Tom Reber. You guys probably heard of him, and then Stephen Schenholzer. So I am part owner of the Contractor Sales Academy, The Bridge. And what I do, I'm a sales trainer. I'm a coach over there. Basically, I teach other contractors how to find out, kind of separate the liars from the buyers, if you will, on the phone, and truly how to sell a job and listen and how to communicate, like effective communication, so that you just don't have to waste your time. That's really my my goal and my focus and my passion. So we've had Tom on the show. You've mentioned, I need to get Logan. Logan's going to be next on the list. We need to, we need to get some of that golden information from Logan. But sure. just from having Tom on the show, everybody that's listened to that episode should know how this one is gonna go because this this is uh, a very official person. The bridge is something something that you you probably never would have imagined is even available to you as a contractor. Um, so our topic today is effective listening and communications will allow you to charge whatever you want. Now, before we dive into the the topic, I just want to point out that. Even though it would allow you to charge whatever you want, our motive is not strictly money-driven. It's not all about the money, but it will allow you to uh, to increase the price tag on your services. There are a lot of people out there that are putting a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into their business and not really recouping it. So Derek is going to help us. Uh, get into the nitty gritty on how things that we may be doing or not doing many times it's not doing <laughs> that'll help us in that area. So Derek, um, give, give the people a little insight, uh, on the bridge and, and how it works, what it does for contractors. Sure. Well, you set that up perfectly. So I appreciate you saying that because what I've found, um, more and more and more, and, and myself in the early years, I did not have a 
proper sales process. I had a sales, I mean, we all have a process because we go out, we, we show up and see a customer and we just ask them questions, we give them estimates or we go and we do the task, whatever it is. So there is a process, whether it's documented or not, that's huge. Whether you've turned it into an SOP, a standard operating procedure, that's something on its own. So what we've done and what the bridge is, we literally have created a true sales process that you can follow. And it's called Shin Fu. It's a five-step sales process we use. There's the five, what are the five steps? One is motive. We need to understand what that person is wanting to hire us for. What's their motivation? Is there pain? Is there pleasure? So that's really one of the most important parts of the effective listening, to truly be an active listener and hear what they say. Because when someone feels heard, bond and rapport has already started. What most contractors do, probably a lot of you guys, I was guilty as well, answer the phone and we say yep i'll be right over you look at the project you never listen to the customer you tell them how amazing you are and then hell you may give them a price you may not that's a problem too how many of you guys have actually went to a job looked at it and then went home forgot about it whatever happened and you never even gave them a price well that's part of the process to follow so the bridge is really a training ground because you will rise to your highest level of training when you're pushed at well, Anthony is a firefighter in what you do. I mean, you you probably should train quite a bit when you run into a building on fire because what? People are running out, you're running in. So when you get in there, you're going to rise to your highest level of training, correct? Yes. That's and, and I sure hope you're trained well. <laughs> you know, cuz it's And look, and 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 to mention on that area, um just like our our contractor world, the conditions are always changing. Yes. See, there you go. So you better have what I like to say, several arrows or a lot of arrows in your quiver so that when you get an objection from a customer, you can pull that out, pull the string back and bam, you got it. So you have to be prepared. So the bridge is a training ground for that. We have multiple webinars that we do within that. Not only do I do a call, a webinar call, Tom does a call, Steve does a call, and then we have some other, there's uh, Greg and Tim. There are other sales trainers over there. They do a call. So we have multiple calls that we do via online. We have a private Facebook page. That's really where the magic happens. Of the hundreds of contractors that are over there, you actually role play. You One plays contractor, one plays customer. And you play out these scenarios. You practice the five steps. Number one, motive. Number two, money. Number three, it's basically you're going to get the yes or no from the customer. Like truly, hey, I'm going to come out there. But if I see a game changer, is it okay if I share with you how that's changed from the conversation we had on the phone. And then step four, it's influencers. Very important. Most likely the person that's on the phone with you is not the actual decision maker. They may just be the information gatherer. So you need to find out who else is involved in the decision-making process. So that's influencers. And step five, I know this is going to freak a lot of you guys out. It's love it. We charge for consulting. Yes. You got to charge before you go out. Now, get step one right. Two, three, four, and five are easy. That's why it's so important. So why do we train so much? Just like as a you know first responder, you got to train so that when those objections fly, you're ready to protect yourself. And that's what happens. A customer will give you an objection. I need to think about it. You know, that's a, that's a common one. I'm speaking to other contractors. So you need to know how to deal with that objection. That's too expensive. That's another objection we get. There's really only about 12 or 15 actual objections we get consistently. So when we train for that, and when it comes at you, you literally will go into autopilot and you'll have the word tracks to share with that customer. You can literally turn the question back on them. 
It's how we listen. It's what we call STFU. Shut the up. Yeah. Well, you allow the other person to talk. Contractors are horrible at just talking over people. So that's what happens in the bridge. We train together. That way we get better and better and better. In your training, we have a belt system. It's kind of silly. I came up with it because just to have fun with it. So we've created belts. Shin Fu, right? It's like literally Kung Fu for sales. When they throw an objection, you can deflect it. So we came up with these belts. You get a green belt. That means you've had 17 role play points with someone in the group. 40 role play points is a blue belt. 97 role play points is a brown belt. And 200 points is a black belt. The idea is just to get those reps in. So when you come into the group, not only will we onboard you correctly, we'll actually walk with you in a very safe manner so that you don't feel awkward during this. And a black belt will train with a white belt, someone coming into the group. I know it's silly, but we had to have some sort of goal to hit. And it's actually fun. We, we actually mail you a belt. So guys in the group will literally take pictures themselves with the belts and videos. So we celebrate it. I have my green belt. See, there you uh, go. I have to tell on people and let people know that I'm not in the 100K program anymore. So I didn't get my blue belt, but I do plan on coming back. See, there you go. I definitely plan on coming back. And anybody should be a part of it. I guess that'd be like hypocritical if I'm not in it. Um, so I guess I got to sign back up. <laughs> um, well, it's We all, I mean, you yourself, it's probably a time thing. You haven't yeah. had time to spend on it. And for me, I don't see how you could not have the time to do that because right. you're with like-minded contractors. It's, it's almost like in having a mastermind with you. So if you're new to the industry or you've been in the industries, you know, for years and you just don't, you're not able to bounce ideas off someone else. It's tough. So it's much better to have that mentorship and that peer group around you that can walk with you through these tough decisions, whether you're an electrician, whether you're a plumber, whether you're a carpenter, whether you're a GC, uh, whether you're a salesperson in, in any of the blue collar and any of the, the service industry businesses, landscaping, it doesn't matter. If you answer your phone and go see somebody or you set an appointment or someone sets an appointment for you to go see somebody, you need to be in the bridge so that you can be prepared. We're rising the standards of the trades because the current standard of the trades is pretty much answer the phone, go out, maybe give them an estimate, maybe not. You'll talk all over, literally throw up all over them. And you never get to the point to become an effective listener to understand what that person needs. And what we found is we're really training people how to communicate. And it's not just in the contracting world because the relationship's a relationship, whether it's the contracting world or it's at your home with your significant other or your family or your brothers, your sisters, your uncles, your aunts, your friends. It's an effective way to communicate because now you're starting to learn how to listen. And when you can take that, and you stop being the most important person in the conversation and you put it on the other person, they feel like they're the most important person and they feel heard and you really hear them. Now you guys can solve a problem together or maybe you just listen to them because that's all they needed. So it's yeah. expanded way farther than we ever anticipated. Now let's deal with uh, the common contractor before, before uh, joining the bridge, the common contractor does, uh, what you guys do uh, call, you know, jumping through hoops for, for a customer. Someone calls and they say, hey, man, I'm interested in getting, uh, we're going to use flooring, for example. I'm in, interested in getting some floors done, and I want to see when you can come out. The common contractor says, okay, um, I have a availability today after I finish working for 12 hours. Yeah, come see on the evening or the weekend. 
yeah, I'll come see you on my personal time and convince myself this is his business time. Mm-hmm. That's what we commonly see. This was me before getting these golden nuggets from the bridge. And what I realized or what I what I uh just came to to being able to see after being taught otherwise is you put a lot of pressure on yourself when you go this route because now you've agreed to come to somebody's house or business wherever it is and you're forced to give them a number let's say you you you're bold enough to give them the number in person and not wait you don't go home and give them an estimate you give them a number up front if they uh reject your number because you've already invested that time now you're forced to feel like well, I have to, I have to win it. And if lowering in that number means winning it, then that's what I have to do. You don't want to leave and say, oh, I guess I didn't get it. Cause you just drove 30 minutes to somebody's house. Yeah. Many, many contractors do that because again, you've already invested your energy into something that wasn't guaranteed in the first place. And now, now, now you take the, the chance of uh, negotiating prices when there shouldn't be any negotiation. Yeah, it's, you're, you're sharpening your pencil. And, and that's, a, that's an interesting perspective, how you put it that way. I've never thought about the fact that when you go see someone and they give you the, I'm going to think about it, or that price is too high, we call it the tap dance, right? But I never yeah. thought about a person realizing they invested the time, a contractor, they invested the time, and now they're going to put more effort into it in that manner. I've done that. I've sharpened my pencil, you know, the classic, let me sharpen my pencil, or they'll say that, hey, sharpen that pencil, get it real sharp for me now. Right. Now, when I hear someone say that, I have a word track to use to actually offset that. When I hear that, it'd be something like, well, so this is what's called labeling. I'm going to label what they said. There's also mirroring techniques, but I'm just going to label this one. And I'm going to go something along the lines, Anthony, you just said that you want me to sharpen my pencil. So what I'm hearing is you really want me to lower this price. And I just shut up. Which allows me the opportunity to say yes or no. Or to to be honest and say, well, that's not what I was saying. Sure. Well, and now so you're listening to what I actually need to say. Well, let's role play that a little bit. Let's just let's just use that one. You and I go back and forth, and we can bounce around on these. But so let me go back into that label. You're the customer. I'm the contractor. We're on the phone, and I've given you a price. And now you give that. You know, I want you to sharpen the pencil. So, Anthony. Oh no, so- no, look. Even, even we'll go even further than that for for the listeners, just to make it real. Give yeah. me a real price. Yeah, sure. So let's. Let, you said flooring. I don't yeah. know anything about flooring, but I don't have to. I can get okay. You know. Yeah, you can get close. Yeah. You, so- you'll 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 touch somebody's price. <laughs> so let me go by something that I've, I actually remember years ago having our floors redone. We had them sanded and sealed and the whole thing. So I do have that. So mm-hmm. I'm going that. So that's kind of the scenario. So, uh, Anthony, if I, if I got this right, we're going to come out to your house. You're 1,200 square foot. We're going to sand everything down. We're going to hit it with two coats of poly. See, this is where I don't know what I'm talking about. We're yeah. going to hit it with two coats of poly, and you want the finish to be shiny. Did I get that correct? Yeah, you do. Cool. So is it okay if I share with you what something like this have cost other customers in the past? Oh, wow. That's uh, uncommon, but I was kind of expecting you to just come out. Well, I, I want to get there. Definitely, I need to come out, and I need to make sure that my number that I'm giving you is accurate. But if it's okay, I'd like to share that number with you now. 
Well, so that you can make a decision, you know, a deciding factor. Maybe you're just in the decision-making process right now or the information gathering stage. So I want to protect your time and give you an estimated number of what that may cost. Is that okay? Oh, that's fair. So 1,200 square foot, you're looking right at 3,500 bucks. 3,500. Yeah, that seems seems a little bit high. I I feel like you can, you know, you know, tweak that that price because, of course, this is not the last project I have. I have more work. Mm. I love that one, by the way. Um, well, okay. So this sounds a little bit high. So what it sounds like to me is you want me to lower my price a little bit. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Okay. So if I'm not able to lower that price, does that mean I just lost the job? I mean, not necessarily, but I I do have other contractors that I'll be getting bids from. Gotcha. Well, it's a, a, thank you for sharing that with me, by the way. What are you hoping to hear from me that you haven't heard so far that you want to hear from those other contractors? Uh, probably the price being half of what you told me. Mm, okay. So this is this is all about price. I mean, isn't it always? Mm, well, I mean... It, it, not really. I mean, is it okay if I share with you with what other, you know, uh, prospects I've, I've done business with and price wasn't the biggest concern? Sure. So everybody has a, a certain set amount of money that they need to invest. I, I understand that. But it's not always about the cheapest price. Sometimes it's a timing issue. Sometimes it's just they've social proofed me. They went to our website. They've been to our showroom. They've seen everything that we have. And they understand the quality of work that they're going to get. So it's not just price, the cheapest price. A lot of times it's quality. A lot of times it's timing. A lot of times it's communication. It's scopes of work. So the things don't get into scope creep. We don't go over on budget. It's site cleanliness. So there's a lot of other factors that go into a job other than just price. But I will say if, if the number is most important to you, I'm probably not going to be your contractor because that is our actual price. And I don't have any other options that so if it needs to be half of what i just quoted i'm sorry i'm, I'm not going to be your guy oh now i want to stop role playing there just because of that statement is huge i feel like there's a lot of people that have not gotten to that point to say what you just said if price is the only factor I'm probably not the right contractor for you because what we'll do is we'll try to mentally figure out what can I do to make this job happen when they've given you every piece of information to let you know that this is not your target market. This is not the customer for you. So um, we'll go back to, the beginning of uh the shinfu getting getting that 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 golden information uh pain or pleasure uh and finding out exactly what you need to provide that'll allow you to be comfortable with saying what you just said like i i think the average contractor have has not fixed their mouth to say we're probably not the right fit they're looking at it as I got to fill a schedule. I have to uh, provide for a crew. Um, I have to bring in a certain amount of revenue when you could go on a job that'll be costing you more money than paying you. 
But all we see is a project. Well, that's that's important because that that was a big game changer for me when I really understood what it cost me to operate for one single day. Like when I really broke that down. So here, do you want a golden nugget? Here's your golden nugget. If you don't know what it costs you to run your business for one single day, you need to take off tomorrow, tomorrow, and pull down your bank statements, figure out exactly what it costs to run for one day. Because what I did in years, so mostly landscape at that point, I found out that my operating costs, and I'm, I'm considering overhead, right? Mm-hmm. Overhead is my salary. Cost of goods is going to be materials and labor not my salary. So what else is in there? Your insurance, your cell phone, your truck note, your maintenance, um, whatever your lot costs, things that eat every single day, even if you're not working. So maybe you're a seasonal business. You only work for nine months. Well, that truck note still comes out 12 months. Cell phone bill still comes out every 12 months or every or monthly, I should say. You've got these things that are still eating. So if you don't know what it costs you to run your business for one day, you may sell a job that's too cheap. My operating cost, after I drilled this down, True operating costs for myself, overhead, and two guys was 1100 bucks per day. One day. One day. Fire up the truck, $1,100. Do you know how many jobs? I don't even want you to answer that question because you may. Right, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> so many jobs for 600 bucks, 800 yep. bucks, 900 bucks, 1000 bucks for a day. I thought I was killing it. $1,000. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Only to find out when I look back, it was like going back in time. And I literally see all these jobs, that $600 most job, that $500 thing. I wasn't making any money. So if you dial your numbers in and you're digging into the motive of Shen Fu and you're talking with someone over the phone, you get a picture, you get measurements, you have that stuff sent to you first. It's what we call a mini food. You have that and you schedule that call. And we're sitting here and Anthony, I'm looking at the floor and say it's square footage. Most of you flooring guys, you probably have a square footage price. So you can grab that pretty quick. So if it's less for like for me instance, if it was less than eleven hundred bucks, I can't do the job. No, no matter how creative I am, I can't. So it's easy for me to go. Okay, I said thirty five hundred bucks. So it's going to cost me some poly. It's going to cost me the the machine that I use to sand the floors down. I don't know. I'm just going to throw a number. That's five hundred bucks. It's going to be me and two guys. So there's the eleven hundred, five hundred bucks, or sixteen hundred bucks. If I want to double my money operated a 50% profit margin, I need to double that number. That's the goal, right? To hit 50 points, 50% above profit margin. That's what we're shooting for. So that I could throw out a number about 3,500 bucks. But if you need to be at 3,000 bucks, now I'm getting in my pocket. If I cut it down to 2,500 bucks, I'm losing money. I still got to pay the guys. I still got to buy the poly. I still got to buy the sandpaper, the dust catchment, all that stuff. Taping stuff off, you know, putting up plastic, all those things. I have to know my man hours. So if I don't know my numbers, I'm screwing myself. And not only that, I'm stealing from my family. When I go and see someone and they're not ready to hire me because they're just in the decision-making process, they're just in the information gathering stage. And I go see them, average turnaround times three hours. We had a phone call. Yep. Let me drop what I'm doing. Boys, y'all figure this out. I'm going to go get this job. I get over there. And what's really bad, I talk a lot. So if I come see you and I have a great conversation with you and you don't even know what things are going to cost when I share a number with you, you can't afford me anyway. I talk for an extra hour. It took me 30 minutes to go over there. Now we're an hour and a half. It takes me 30 minutes back. That's two hours. If I have to put a proposal together, now I'm going to tell my kids to be quiet. I got to get this done. I'm frustrated. I need to work. Leave me alone, honey. I ain't got time for that. Only to find out that the person was never going to hire you anyway. 
So we did a quick study in our group, Steve and Tom and I. You can save the average contractor based on leads, how many leads you have coming in, you can save 37 days a year. 37 days by not going to see people that were never going to hire you. Imagine that. I'm talking with Anthony. I give him a price of 3500 bucks. He only has 2000 to spend. You can only spend two grand. I would rather find that out over the phone through the right conversation, digging into the motive, going through this, for you to tell me no there than for me to do the dance, the tap dance, to come see you that you were never even going to afford me anyway. I just saved a lot of time. Now, what gets crazy is when you start doing this process and you get really good at it, you're weeding out so many tire kickers. All of a sudden, you're not as busy running around, which feels like you're actually being productive and you're not. It gets scary because now you're not selling jobs. You never got the job anyway. Right. But it feels weird. So I, I shared this many times before. When I first started doing this, my wife was used to me going out after work and on weekends and during the day to go see people that were going to give me the, I'm going to think about it, which is really bullshit. It's a slow no. They're just, they yeah. don't want to tell you no. They just want to, yeah, we're going to think about it. Now, when people say that, it's like, I'm just curious. Can we think about that together? And by the way, what does that process look like? I'm curious when you're thinking about it, how do you go about that? So that's, I mean, these are all the word tracks that you can pull in and you put them on the spot. Yeah. And they'll probably tell you some other bullshit answer too, but then they might go, actually, Derek, I'm just embarrassed to tell you, we're not going to hire you. Cool. Thank you. Thank you so much for protecting. Right. Thank, you. Time. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Yes. So Aaron was used to me running around and doing this. And when I started doing the Shin Fu, pre-qualifying over the phone, starting to figure this out, talking to people that were never going to afford me anyway. I wasn't running around anymore. I was literally hiding from Aaron because if I wasn't going to jobs, now she's panicking, right? Why are you not going to see people? Like, this doesn't make sense. That's part of your job. You have to do that. It's like, honey, but they, they're not going to hire me anyway. So I would literally at a detached office, we've now moved, but I had a detached office. I would go out the front door, sneak around the back, <laughs> get in my office just so that she felt that I was leaving. I would literally park the, the truck across the street. Come on. Cause she would, she would get scared. Right. Yeah. I'm the provider. I'm the one going out and doing this. Now, as it started happening and I started selling jobs and coming around, I wasn't leaving. And, and she knew the process. She was following this, but she didn't believe it either in the beginning. Like, you can't do this over the phone. It's insane. And then I don't have to leave anymore. And then she's like, hey, don't you have something to do? Because you're at home way too much. <laughs> and it's like, yes, I can, I can leave. I can go somewhere else. Yeah. So it will happen. You'll feel like you're not getting jobs, but you are never going to get them anyway. So that's why it's so important to go through motive, ask these open-ended questions, stay in motive as long as you can, dig, 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 label, mirror, throw these questions back. You can do, like literally you can do what's called a reverse. You can reverse the conversation back. Like for instance, when you go, we go to the sharpen the pencil part and I miss it and you say, ah, that's too expensive. I'm going to go back to where we were in the motive and I'm going to say, Anthony, but you said that time was really important. Okay, I got that. You said that you know, we came highly recommended. You looked at our Google reviews. Okay, I got that. And then you said your wife's very particular who comes in the house, but you've actually seen some of my videos. You see my team, so you know who they are. Okay. So I go back all through these things and remind you of your pain. And then we go back to number. If I can't get you there to commit, well, you just don't want to hire me for some reason. It's either yeah. money or you just don't like me. So that gets into assignment selling. 
that's something that we teach over in the bridge too, how to truly assignment sell customers. We talk about social proofing, how to set yourself up so that people can search you before they even call you. Numbers on your website. If you go to my website, I have pricing all over my website. I want to pre-qualify people before they even call me. If you can't, right, don't be scared of the numbers. Do yeah. not be scared of the numbers. People want that information. They do. Well, when they go to Walmart, when they go to Costco, there's there's numbers on all the TVs. They're not blank. There's not a salesperson yeah. that's going to come out there and try to take advantage of them. They can look at three 60-inch TVs, and they all have different prices. But there's a reason for it. Maybe one has surround sound. Maybe a smart TV. Maybe it's not. But they're all the same. So that's kind of the deal with mine. If you can't afford my seven by 10 water feature that starts at $8,000, I prefer you not call me. And look, just 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 to, to touch on a point of uh, going in Costco and, and having somebody that is going to come out and tell you the prices, we can probably all agree to, we don't like those people. Like we don't like somebody that's walking up to us, telling us all the features about something and never telling us the price. Because all we're thinking is, I hear what you're saying, get to the point, how much does it cost? Yeah. So we can look at our businesses the same way. For whatever reason, we always have this stigma of, uh, we don't want to touch on price yet because we don't want to scare them away. That's what they <laughs> want. <laughs> we're not supposed to talk about money. We're literally raised from a young age. Most people are raised. You never talk about money. You when that is what they are looking for. Yeah. I need to know how much it costs. And generally, that's a very small factor. What they're really looking for is, can you solve my problem? Yep. If you can solve my problem, then I need to decide if I want to afford you. Yeah. And many times, we can solve the problem. Yeah. But if we don't listen to the actual problem, we'll try to sell them on something that has nothing to do with what they called us for. Yeah. And so then you tell them a price that's too high, and they're like, absolutely not. You can... You <laughs> You can shoot yourself in the foot too fast if you move too fast through this. And for me, it takes about 15 to 20 minutes. That's usually the average time I'm in step one, the motive. And I literally get on the phone. I introduce myself. Thank you for scheduling this call. Is this a bad time to talk? That is huge. Don't ever say, is this a good time? Always say, is this a bad time to talk? Because now you've literally put them in the mindset of thinking, well, do I have time to do this? No, this is actually a fine time. But if you say it's a good time, it's so normal. Everybody goes, sure, why not? But there could be kids in the background. There could be a dog barking. There could be some things. You say a number. You ask a question. They don't hear it. You're screwing it up. So you got to start off with, is this a bad time to talk? And if it is, you better reschedule. Yeah, actually it is. I'm in the middle of a meeting. I've got to make a phone call. I've got to do this. Like, perfect. Let's schedule a time. Let me get back with you because you're very important. I want to hear everything that you have to say, and I don't want to miss anything. So what I do, I set the call up. So it starts out like this. Anthony, let's just do a quick little role play. We'll do let's kind of do the it. first stages of, of the, the motive. So I'm going to answer my phone. Hey, this is Derek with JVI Secret Gardens. Uh, can I help you? Hey, Derek, how you doing? I am. Uh, I found your, your number on uh, Facebook and I'm looking to get some water features. And I was trying to see if you can come out, give me an estimate so I can get an idea of how much this might cost me. It's cool. First of all, thank you for calling. I appreciate it. You have a lot of options and you chose to call me. I'm very grateful for that. So let me say thank you. And how did you find us again? That was really important. On Facebook. I was scrolling through Facebook and a friend of a friend's uh, got some work done by you. And I saw it. I liked it. And I'm curious to know uh, how much you guys charge for what you do. So 
I'm trying to see if I can schedule a, a, a free estimate. Cool. Well, we can. We can absolutely do that. So what I would like to do is, if it's okay, if you have about five minutes, I'd like to ask a few questions. The goal of this phone call right now is to get enough information for you from you so that I can share with you what a water feature will cost. Is it okay if I do that? Oh, yeah. Perfect. And I do want to come see you, by the way. I'm excited. I love meeting with new people. So, But I would like to get that information, share some numbers with you, and see if it even makes sense for me to come see you. So that works. Within that, tell me, so why now? Why why you're inter interested in water feature now? Um, I mean, water features has always been something that we wanted to do. Uh, the wife loves it. She she likes to sit in the backyard, uh, but our backyard is not uh, that pleasing on the eye. And water features is one of those things that, you know, watching HGTV, it's always uh, a nice look. So we wanted to to do the water feature in the backyard. To, to spruce up the the landscaping got it and, and what's your anthony what's your wife's name ebony ebony perfect so i can't help but think is this is this more important to ebony or is this more important to you if i had to say it would probably be more important to my wife but my wife is so important to me that i feel like it's almost equal yeah that's fair it's well the reason i'm asking that because that actually has a factor on when I come and see you, I want both of you guys to be there. Because when I share a number with you on something, what this costs, and I come and actually meet you for a consultation, I would love for her to be there to get her input. Because if it's anything like my house, my wife has a lot of input. <laughs> oh, yeah. My, she, she's definitely going to want to be there. Perfect. Well, well thank you. Because it's, it's important to have all decision makers, you know, prepared and ready. And, and I, I hope that you'll share whatever information that I give you with her so that she'll know when we meet right perfect so okay makes sense you just want to have this beautiful little landscape you want to clean the area up you like the sound of water it's very relaxing so that's really the goal is to fix up that space in the backyard so that you can hear and enjoy the water correct yeah perfect is there anything else i should know um i don't think so uh that's 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 the main main thing. It's not like we have any issues, you know, as far as like drainage. Um, it'll be, it'll pre pretty much be a, a additional feature. So we don't have any water features at the moment. This will be something that we never had. That's going to be new to the landscaping. Perfect. Oh, that's great. Have you thought about what size that you want? I'm not really good with measurements, but I would have to say. I don't know, maybe a four foot. Let's just let's just say four by four. Four by four. Of course, I don't. I don't want it to be a square, but just maybe that size would be uh, a good starting point. That's good. It's kind of a you know, in my head, it's kind of a square foot thing. So you sharing those numbers with me helps me kind of put some you know some numbers together so I can share that. So four by six, nice little pond, waterfall on the side, just trickling right in. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, are fish important to you at all? Not really, because um, I feel like we would kill fish because we don't know how to take care of them. You know, we can help with that. Don't worry about that part. They're they're pretty. They kind of take care of themselves. They really do. Oh, okay. Well, I guess it's not that bad then. Yeah, you don't have to clean up after them. You don't have to take them for a walk. You don't have to, you know, give them water. They drink all the water they want. So, okay, four by six. Okay, so backyard four by six. So I got a couple of questions about logistics because this helps on my end. Um, can we get in the backyard easily? Yes. 
So no obstructions, my machine to bring in rock and boulder. Now we're gonna we're gonna break a few eggs to make a cake back there. So I mean it's gonna look like a bomb went off during this process, but my machine, I need at least a 36 inch gate to get through. Is that possible? Yes, yes. And can I pull right up to it? Am I gonna park at the end of the street? Do I gotta go, you know, over the hills and around the woods? No, we got we 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 have uh more than enough parking. We got a driveway, drive right into the backyard. Perfect. So we got open space. Okay. And as far as timing goes, is that I know you said that you guys are ready, but it's if, if I told you this could be a January installation, is that going to be a problem? That wouldn't be a problem. I mean, it, it, we haven't had it uh, all the way up until this point, so uh, a start date uh, further back wouldn't be an issue. Okay, perfect. And the reason I'm asking because sometimes people want it done faster, and I like to go ahead. So I just don't spend a bunch of time asking you a bunch of crazy questions and only to find out that you need this done next week and I'm not able to fill that schedule. So knowing that you're patient, that helps me. So, okay. So four by six. Um, there's going to be, there's going to be some other bells and whistles we can add to this, but I don't want to get into that detail too much right now. I kind of want to tell you what like a base price would be just okay. to start off and then we could kind of take next steps from there. Is that okay if we go ahead and right. transition to money? Hey, let's go. Let's see. I have how many more days I need to go to work. <laughs> Right. Well, you've actually picked the smallest water feature that we install. So for that basic installation, it's going to be $5,000. Yeah. Well, damn. Okay. This is a little more than I anticipated because I don't know what the pricing is, but if that's your price, that's your price. That's, that's, that's our jumping off point and it can only go up from there, but that is a true fully functioning ecosystem. Like you can, you will be fine just with that. Okay. Well, um, let me talk to the wife and, uh, I guess we'll give you a call back to, to let you know if we, uh, want to get you to come out and look at everything. What do you, you just, you mentioned the wife again, then you need to talk to her about this. So when you say Ebony, I talked to Derek and he said it's $5,000. I mean, how long you guys been married? 10 years. It took too long to have that number. You should be able to say that fast. <laughs> so 10 years. So if you've been with Ebony for 10 years, you know what she's going to say when you tell her this pond's going to cost $5,000. What's she going to say? She's going to say, uh, that's fine with me if you want to pay for it. <laughs> Do you want to pay for it? $5,000. Yeah. I would like to pay for it uh, if it wasn't $5,000. No, I, I hear you. That's it. So what it sounds like is I've already lost this job even before I come see you. Because when I'm standing in your space, I'm going to share that same number with you. Like there's nothing we can't use, uh, like faux rocks instead. <laughs> it's, you know, actually it gets more expensive when you use faux rocks. But yes, Damn. you could. Yeah, I know. I know. A thousand it is then. Um, if that's the case, uh... I'm probably not ready to start this project as soon as I thought. Okay. Well, how can I, how can I help? Is there any other way that I can help with this? I don't, at the moment, I don't think so. Um, again, we, we saw how you work and, uh, the work that you can do. And now that we have your price, I have to make the decision if I want to hire you or go lower and probably sacrifice quality. So, that's the, I mean, it's all subjective, right? I mean, everybody has their own pricing structure. So it's, that's, but it's possible if you went the other direction. Well, how about this? 
would it be okay? I've got your email. It'd be okay if I put you on our, our new, our mailing list just for a newsletter. So once a month, you'll get a little newsletter. I'd like to stay in front of you so that you can see other projects and encourage you to, you know, jump on our, our YouTube too, because we're always doing new videos of projects we're doing. So I'd like to be able to stay in front of you. And I don't want to pester you. More than happy to schedule a call with you to follow up, but it sounds like from what I gathered, money's not, you know, you don't want to spend the money right now, but you may consider it later. So yeah. Is it okay yeah, right. at least do that? And then when it we makes can do that. Sense, you can reach back out to me and we can bring the conversation back up. Sounds like a plan. I appreciate your time. Thanks, man. Thank you. Now, cool. for all of the listeners, uh, that was a role play. All of this was uh, a scenario that commonly happens. But what Derek just showed you is how to handle. Now, I wasn't like the most uh, combative uh, customer mainly because I've been through this process so many times that I know what I would like to hear without being uh, a jerk. <laughs> sure. But he still dealt with it in a way to where uh, he gave me options in addition to listening to everything that I had to say, presented the questions for him to gather the information to give a possible solution. Because every situation is, we don't have a solution for everyone. He found out that 5,000 was too much. There is no solution for that. Because 5,000 is what it is. Yeah. There's not, if I had another option, I'd bring it. I mean, we do technically. It's, Pretty much waiting. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Like you have the option to pay it now or you can <laughs> save your money sure. and pay it later. So what I could do, I do offer a 10% discount if people pay up front. Like if you pay for the whole thing right out of the gate, I'll knock 10% right off the top. So you could oh, say, nice. but I'm not going to give that away too soon. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put it in my CRM and I'm going to follow up and say, I don't hear back from you in a month. I'll get a little reminder. I'll reach back out and say, Anthony, you know, I totally forgot. We do offer a 10% prepaid discount. If you're interested, I mean, it's going to shave 500 bucks off the deal, but you got to pay me all up front and you have to trust me because now you've given me all the money and we're still scheduled out. But if you want to save 500 bucks, I can do that. So I can go back and do that. But usually I stay so busy with leads coming in because I've just been around long enough and my website's producing and mm -hmm. everything's on point. I typically don't have to follow up with people because I have a lot of leads coming in, but I like having that option. If things right. were to get slow and I need to fill that pipeline and I do need to you know, make some concessions, I control it though. Now what I'll do also is I'm willing to give some discounts if I can put you in my calendar when I need it. Like for instance, for me, seasonally, August, not this year, just because of the way things happen with COVID, August is my hardest month to fill. August and January. So if you want a deal, can't come tomorrow, I'm willing to negotiate with you a little bit if I can control it. So maybe right. I put you in August, maybe I put you in January. Why not? Now, I'm still trying to operate at that you know, 50% profit margin, but hey, I'm not stupid, I'm a hustler. I grew Good. up a hustler and I'm still a hustler. If I got to get 40 points, I got to get it. I'm going to get it. Now I'm not going to go for 20. That doesn't make any sense to me. Right. That's too much work for too little money. If I got to drop down to 35 and I'm really in a pinch, I'd consider it, but it's got to work. But the only way you'll know that percentage is if you know your numbers. That's it. And then I got to control everything. Like it's truly, I got to have everything set up. I got to put you in the schedule when I'm slow. That way I have everything logistically put together. Like my guys could literally get in the truck and have everything they need and not miss a beat to make sure I hit that number. 
because if I'm not organized and I have to run and pick up a thing or do something, it's not good. Yeah. Now I'm getting in the man hours. If I can logistically control that, I'm willing, but rarely do I ever have to do that. Hell, I did it for years and didn't know any better. So now, yeah. if at least if I'm going to do it, I want to know why I'm doing it. Now, um, because our topic is uh, effective listening and communication will allow you to charge whatever you want, the first step of the, the, the Shinfu, getting to the motive is where you'll find that information to allow you to do that. Um, I want to tie it back into uh, the flooring world. We'll use showers, for example. I am so not sure if I want to role play because I'm not going to be like Derek is. I'm 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 not going to fine tune it like Derek is, but I've I've done it enough to where uh, I I could highlight some things uh, the way we could respond in the flowing world. Uh, but I do want to mention the the nuggets that we can pull uh flooring contractors that we can pull uh in the first step which is gathering information i'll use a shower for example i need a Derek, shower Derek, let's 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 role play on the shower okay. i'm going to be the contractor at this point i can for uh, real like this is i can get emotional on this one because i need one right and and see this this is the part that i want to talk about because there's some I don't want to give them the information first. I want to do it, and then we'll point out what what was said. So, you give me a call. There you go. The All ring, right. ring. Hey, how you doing? This is Anthony with Simply Intricate Designs. How might I help you? It's, hey, Anthony. This is my name is Derek Johnson, and uh, I found you online. And evidently, you're the guy for showers. And I need some help. I need a shower rebuild. I need a whole bathroom rebuild, man. Can you help me with that? I can't help you. Before we uh, dive into it, you said you found me online. Is, uh, did you get to the website? I did. That's exactly. I did. I went did a Google search, uh, amazing bathroom remodels, and you popped up first, so I'm figuring you're the guy. Well, I appreciate your uh, your your efforts to reach out to me because it took some some courage to reach out to somebody that you have no information on, and I appreciate you. Yeah, I'd love to thanks. It is. It's a scary thing because I don't even know what we're gonna do. Right. So do me a favor, Derek. Um, give me a little background on this this uh the shower you got. What's sure. going on with uh, you? It, well, so it's we've moved in the house, we've been in here about a year, and everything about the house we pretty much like. And and don't get me wrong, I mean this this house was built in 2012 and the bathroom's nice, but it's just it's it's the color of the tile. It's a tan tile. It's it's the, the tub has tile around. It's a nice drop-in tub, so the wife likes to soak in there. That's the shower's in the you know, kind of in a corner. There's it's it's a really big shower, and but it's really the color of the tile. We just don't like it. She likes that subway style, that white, that look that everybody's going for now. That really white, modern, if you will. Doesn't have a door on the shower. The thing's so big it doesn't even need a door. Nice. And cabinets they're not exactly what we want. It, we, we even want to reconfigure some stuff. There's a his and hers closet, like separate closets. Hell, the hers closet is big enough for the both, stuff, both of us. So the bathroom, the, the water closet, if you will, where the commode is, is so small. When you go to shut the, you have to shut the door when you go in there. Like you can't, you see, if you sit down and try to shut the door, it's not going to happen. So we're thinking, take the his closet, 
demo that, spin that commode around because the plumbing's close, right? Mm -hmm. And then turn that into a little bigger area. And maybe, so we got a countertop on one side and then a countertop on the other side. So what we would like to do is like have one long his and hers, turn that thing around, knock that wall out. Then we have an open space where the other cabinet was. So it's just, it's not laid out the way we want it and it's not the color tile. So. Right. So uh, what I'm hearing is that the layout just doesn't work for you and the misses, I'm assuming. Well, more than misses. I mean, come on. I'm not that worried about it, but she is, which causes me to worry about it. Right, right. So layout is not working, and the look of it is not what you guys would choose. Am Agreed. I right? Yeah. And it's it's unfortunate because the house is eight years old, you know? So it's not just the previous homeowner just picked something that we don't like. And you said that you've been in the house for a year now. Just Just barely a year. Yeah, I mean, technically about eight months because we bought the house and we didn't move in uh for about four months because we needed to repaint we needed to do other things so we we and basically just left us with the bathroom so let me ask you this from from uh the year that you moved into it to now what what changed from 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 then to now to make this uh a job that you guys are ready to get done I think it's just nothing really changed other than I think it's we're just ready. Like, it's like, okay. Because here's the other thing. It's the farthest point from any access door. So we have to be willing to, because I get it. You can come in the garage, you can come in the front door. You have to come all the way through the garage, our living room, our kitchen, the hallway, our bedroom, and then there's the bathroom. Got you. Um well, I, I definitely think that we can help help out with that. Uh, now, if you don't mind me asking, how much do you think a project like this will cost? Not a clue. Not a, no idea. Really don't even because we've looked. I mean, I know we can spend whatever we want. We want. I mean, that's a given. But you know, you go on Pinterest, you go on all this other stuff. I mean, I, I've done a couple of projects myself. This is not something I would even consider taking on, but I get it. I mean, one tile from the next is an extreme price swing. So I don't even really know how to uh, put a number on it. Have you had any other contractors give you any prices? I have not. Nobody's gotten back with me. You're the first person to actually answer the phone. Well, how does how, do, how does that make you feel when it comes to reaching out to contractors and not getting a response? I just figured it was normal. That's just what I expect anyway. Hmm. Unfortunate. I wish our contracts could do better. Um, well, Derek, if uh, if you don't mind me sharing some numbers with you now, uh, I can give you an idea of the price range that you may be looking at for a project of reconfiguring layout and changing tile materials. Would that be okay? Sure, why not? Um, so for, for a project that is similar to the scope of work that you have, we will be looking at around $25,000. Is that all? That's it for us. I mean, you can always, we can always go higher, but $25,000 is it. Well, hell, come on out. Well, we would love to come out um, and give you contracts and square the job away. Uh, but I would have to ask is... Is the wife available for for us to 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 meet and talk Absolutely. about pricing and everything? Oh yeah, 
yeah, you, you want her to be there. Not so much the price. I'm not worried about that part. Uh, is, is she's going to make the selection. She's going to do all that. That is not even an area. I don't need to be thinking. I don't want to, and I don't need to. Well, if that's the case, do, do you think the wife will be in any opposition to the pricing? No, not at all. Well, it sounds like we should uh, drum up a contract and get a deposit paid, would you say? I, uh, well, I, you know, I think it makes that that does make sense. But I think you should come over and see it first, because I mean, we're just talking, kind of going off just what I described. So, I'd rather you come out. Let's just make sure. Well, that wouldn't be a problem. But if you could do us a favor and shoot us some pictures of what you have going on, that way I can yeah. see what you see. Then I got you. We could possibly take care of that without me having to drive out, waste any of your time. That makes total sense. How do I send this to you? I'll be more than happy to. You can text it to 225-288-7019. Perfect. I'll be glad to do that. And when do you think you better do it? Uh, I can do it. Uh, I'm actually at home now, so I can send them over. Just give a couple of minutes, and I'll send them right over. You send them over. I'll reach back out to you, and I we can talk about everything you need to know and we can make a deposit and get this job on the book so you can finally have uh, a livable bathroom. Does that sound good? Perfect. Yeah, I'll send them on over. Okay. I'm going to cut it because I know I did something wrong. <laughs> I, I could have been worse, but I know I did something wrong. And I can hear it in the tone of your voice. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? No, no, you didn't. You didn't do anything wrong because you most contractors aren't going to do this anyway mm -hmm. like they really aren't now i mean i can give you some some uh, some thoughts that i have but you didn't do anything wrong because you did more than most so yeah. what did you do right so let's go there you asked me to tell you about the project i described the project you let me talk you didn't interrupt you didn't talk about parts and pieces and things and how cool you are and how amazing your company is and made suggestions over the phone a lot of contractors will do that the other thing you did right is you didn't say, I'm going to run over to the house immediately. Most contractors will go, hell yeah, let's set up a time. I got to look at it. And then other, you shared pricing with me. And I know a lot of contractors are adamant, like, I will not give you a price whatsoever over the phone. Nope, I've got to put my eyes on it. So you doing all those things, that is exactly what you want to do to start understanding where the prospect is in the buying process, in the decision-making process, in the purchasing process suggestions I could make you could have dug into the pain a little bit more you could ask a little ask a few more questions about access you could have just kind of hung out in the motive it's so important to hang out in that motive as long as you can right because it's peeling back the onion right I mean obviously we're role-playing but we're really role-playing uh, on a real scenario that's a, that, that's a <laughs> real thing so you could have asked some more questions but it's but you didn't sound pushy so that's okay I like to dig and dig and dig and dig and dig to really find out where I'm at almost to the point where I notice that they're kind of like, okay, enough of the question thing, but not yeah. too much. Like you pick up on that tone. It's like, okay, I need to transition. The other thing is always ask for permission when you transition from one step to the next. And you know and what? Also, I thought about that yeah. when I, when I mentioned uh, the number I thought about, I didn't ask if it was okay to talk about money. Yeah. And it's just, it's a courtesy, you know, and it's like, it's a transition for the person to go, oh, okay, let me prepare for what's about to happen. So you want to kind of help them understand that like, okay, he's asked me questions. Now he's going to talk about money. Is it okay to talk about money? Because some people say no. 
almost everybody says yes. So that's good. And then I also go, okay, cool. Before I give you a price, what I would like to do, let me go back and affirm what you just said. I took some notes here and it's good to go back through the, the laundry list, if you will. Mm-hmm. So that they're kind of thinking about it. You're both present going through it. And then right before I go back to money, I'll go, okay, did I get all of that right? Did I miss anything? And if I miss something, they'll share more information. So now we're back in emotive because I want to make sure before I give them that price that there's not some sort of game changer happening. So that helps. And if they say, no, we're good. And I'll say, is there anything else I should know? I'll just throw that one more time, that one more question, just in case, because a lot of times I go, you know what? I totally forgot about that. There is a leak or something, you know, yeah. like it just now or now I'm going, whoa, not 25. That's a it's, numbers changed. So and even yeah. even even in addition to that, nine and two mentioned that there's the possibility for you to be leaving money on the table because mm-hmm. uh, the job c- can grow. Not even if it's, it's something that you miss as far as something that you have to address. The job can grow because they can come up with another idea to be like, oh. Well, let me just add this to it. Yes, exactly. Just hang out in step one motive as much as possible. And this is where, like, literally, when when we train, when we do role plays, like you and I are doing, when you're when you're in, in the Contractor Sales Academy, the bridge, when you're doing this training, you get so used to doing this, it becomes so normal, just like you train at the fire hall. You know, you guys go through this over and over and over. You train, you train, you train, because when things are going bad, you want to be prepared. Right. That's that's why you do these role plays. And then when you set an anchor, what I call a high anchor, that $25,000 price, what I like to do is go, okay, I need, by, by gathering the information that I have, whatever number I'm going to give them at my lowest is going to be a 50% profit market. That is my goal, my right. lowest number. So I want to go high anchor, like all the bells and whistles. Like with this bathroom, you could do Italian tile. You could do all these crazy fixtures. You could do granite countertops. You could do marble. You can do quartz. So whatever, like the, the highest end stuff, that's the number I want to give first. So you're 25. I mean, you can spend whatever you want in the bathroom, right? Like you can go stupid. Yeah. You could you could say 75,000 and that's not even crazy for some right. bathrooms. So I like to set that really high number, my, the highest number, which is probably 60, 70, 80% profit margin, hopefully. And then if that's out of their range, when I say it, I'll say the number, I'll let it sit. I'll just shut my mouth, see where they land. If they say no, I'll bring that number down. I could go low bracket. I could go, you know, we could go very simple and clean and nice and functional for 25. So now you've set a high anchor and a low anchor and the number is going to happen somewhere in between because here's what we're trying to find out as fast as possible. If that $25,000 is even close to their budget, because if it's not even at 25, your bottom number, right. there's no sense in continuing the conversation. You segue out. And that's where I think a lot of contractors spend extra time going to see people that never had the money to spend with them in the first place. And they wasted everyone's time. You at least want to find out if they have money to spend initially. And, and that's in uh, the verbiage. I'm sorry for cutting you off, but uh, when bracketing, okay, bracketing to say, yeah. um, are we having the Taj Mahal conversation? Or are we having uh, the basic conversation? So yeah. you give the control back to the customer to say, oh, yeah, I want Taj Mahal. Yeah. You can, you can call them, have fun with it. Call them any things. I mean, Tom Reber, he says a lot of times he'll, he'll do the which conversation. He'll, he sets brackets faster than I do, but that's just everybody kind of has their own style. I like to kind of romance this. You know, this is, a, this is a date. Like, let me go through this. Let me take my time. Let me go slow. But he'll go, hey, we can do a project like this for 
$40,000 or we can do it for $25,000. Which conversation would you like to have? And, and then up. now, yeah, that's the thing. It's a STFU. You have to shut up. I know a lot of guys will actually, when they're doing this on the phone, they'll hit mute. Like they'll say the number and they'll hit mute. So they can't say anything. Mm. Like it'll just, they want to, they want to <laughs> find some sort of way, you know, some guys will talk about, they'll literally like, you know, cover their mouth. I mean, physically do things to, because we just want to. And yeah. I'm talking a lot now because as a sales trainer, as a coach, I need to talk. But when right. I'm speaking with a customer, like I just did a role play. So uh, this past Tuesday was my particular call in the CSA where I literally call up live contractors. I'm sorry, live prospects. And I share with the group, we're in a go-to meeting or a Zoom call. And in Tennessee, where I'm located, you only have to have one person that uh, says it's okay to record a call. So it's legal in my state. It's not legal in all states, but it's legal in my state to record you without you knowing. Totally gotcha. legal. Checked it out. Followed up on it. So <laughs> I'll call a person, an actual prospect, and I'll push a speakerphone. I'll make sure everything's muted out on Zoom. And I go through an actual live call. We call it Derek Live. Uh, with the prospect and the one I just had it's so interesting now I'll set up the motive just so and set the the expectations of the call correctly within about three minutes of us being on the phone or even shorter than that and then I say tell me what you'd like me to know and I'm not kidding you this guy talked for about 15 minutes and I didn't say a word come on I was just listening I'm taking notes and you can see the chat boxes everybody's watching they're like holy shit like you're a magician <laughs> it's like no I'm not yeah. I just I asked yeah. him a couple of questions and I said tell me what you want me to know now granted he's already shared pictures with me you know I have all his of his information so I'm prepared I'm at my helm I'm ready to do this so he's already ready to tell me what he needs and so we have that 70-30 rule we want the prospect to be talking at least 70% of the time and you only speak in 30% of the time because whoever's talking is losing. You're not winning when you're talking, you're losing. So I asked in the chat box, I was like, how, like percentage wise, what do you guys think? What was the percentage of me talking versus him? And it was like 95, five, 90, 10. And it was, I was just, <laughs> Come on. but it's so normal now. Like, it's just, when people feel when you develop the spirit of the conversation and that's why we do these role plays and yes the group's amazing yes our techniques are amazing but it comes from the training the role playing so that you can get so comfortable to develop a spirit of a conversation trust bond rapport safety to speak with another human being they will tell you more stuff a lot of times than i want to know because you right. get really good at this and you say that, use that right word track, and now they're telling stuff, and it's like, no, cut it off. I don't want to know that. Like, I don't, I don't want to know where the bodies are buried. No, I yeah. don't want it. nothing to do with that. So, so that's the thing. So, I appreciate your role playing with me through this, and so you know, um, people can hear what it sounds like. But, but no, you, you've obviously put a little time in this. I mean, you've you've spent some time role playing, you've spent some time in the bridge. So it's, but it's repetition. It's that constant repetition because everybody has a superpower. And when you're role-playing with another contractor, they're going to share a tidbit or a nugget. We call them gold nuggets, right? Or diamonds. When you guys are doing this back and forth that you can use when you go into combat, you know, you're going to rise to your highest level of training. So train well. I think another, uh, another uh, huge point uh, to bring out of this episode is getting comfortable with spending that time gathering that information because I know before I did any role plays, I was adamant about getting off the phone fast. Like I really didn't feel like talking. And it took a, a, a while to understand that you might not get the yes on that first phone call, but 
you have to plan for the next next follow up. You have to make mm-hmm. make make sure that you can follow up and be in control to to close the sale. Um, I spent uh forty minutes on a call today. Yeah. With with a customer gathering information, and I didn't close the sale, but I have a follow up, and I'm sure I will, because we talked about budget. We were able mm-hmm. to talk about pricing. She told me a lot. Like you said, it was it was a lot of talking, and I didn't mind. Because I know how valuable that information is now. And, and letting her, see, that's the thing too. It's like, shit, I got to talk to somebody this much. No, you got to listen to right. somebody that much. And when they feel heard, when they feel validated, and it's anybody, men or women, I mean, more more so women, you know, they want to feel heard and validated. We're guys, we just got it figured out. And we don't want to talk and we think we're too macho to go through that. And, and we don't have feelings. Well, sometimes you got to, you know, suppress those feelings and work through it. Yeah. And, and it's just when you allow someone to speak and feel heard, because most people aren't allowing them to speak anyway, they just talk over They're They're already going to finish They're They're ready to one up them. Like as soon as they get done talking, they're already ready to one up them. It's like the fishing story. Oh yeah. You caught a, a 12 inch fish. Well, I caught an 18 inch fish and I did right. it on a blah, blah, blah. You know, everybody's trying to outdo one another. When you just yeah. let someone talk and feel heard and they don't feel rushed, all of a sudden they think you're one of the greatest people in the world. And I've sold and closed more projects because the person, uh, more projects that I was higher, it's significantly higher than the other contractor because the person just trusted me because I heard what their need was. And they felt that they were not going to be taken advantage of. Because here's the thing, you're going to gather this information anyway. You really are. Even if you're the guy that wants to get off the phone quick and go out to the job site, walk it off, you're still gathering the information. So it's, it's just, do you want to do it on the phone? Or do you want to do it on the job? Because when you go to the job, that's when you're taking measurements. That's when you're yep. picking, you're making selections. You, you, it's so many people want to bypass the feelings and emotions of a, of a prospect, the person that's going to spend money with you. You want to go to parts and things. Well, that's important, but it's not the most important thing initially up front. It's like, that's the second date. First date, make them feel good. Second yep. date, you know, you could, maybe, maybe you do get to second base. Which goes back to the the whole point of the episode on that effective listening and communicating will allow you to put whatever price tag you want on it. And it goes even beyond uh, just your company or let's say just a a project because this goes into developing relationships with uh, vendors, uh, partnerships, collaborations with huge companies that can take your business to the next level being able to listen and make someone feel validated, you'll you'll close like deals you never thought that you can close. It's 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 staggering. Like where I'm at today and, and what I'm doing today and how the active listening, the true active listening has has come through. It's amazing what I hear now, which allows me at first it was like, okay, just let me, let me listen to them and we validate them. It was very black and white. It's like, okay, right. let me just get through this and go through. But now it's like as a, an active listener, it's like, oh, shit, I just, oh, okay, there's more to this than what they just said, because because it's very similar. Most people kind of say the same things, and they, they, they want the same things, and you start hearing these strings yeah. of emotion and how it's going, and then what's going on in the background. Then it's like I'm picking up on, this is where Bond and Rapport comes in. I'm a dog guy, right? I hear a dog in the background. It's like, oh, like you got a dog. What kind of dog you got? I'm, I'm interested. Right. I got a, you know, a, a, a whatever, a, a, a lab. Oh, cool. What kind of lab? What's lab's name? I write that stuff down. Oh, his name's Bo? Cool. Got it. And then you hear something else. I was like, oh, you got some kids in the background? Me too. How old are you kids? But that's legit. 
now you're true bond and rapport. And then you get the kid's name. And then when you show up and you meet the kids, and this is just, this is true. Um, just being a nice person, remembering a kid's name. Oh, there's, there's, there's Jack and, and Jody. Hi, Jack, Jody. I'm Derek. I'm with JBI. Oh, that must be Bo. There's the dog. Yeah. Cool. So now, and I mean, everybody's like, wow, that's attention this, to detail. Cause it's my I friend. Care. This is my like, friend. Like I know this like, person. <laughs> yeah. Like it's legit. And you know, don't be creepy about it, <laughs> <You know? laughs> but it's, but that's the, the number one thing people love to hear more than anything else is their name. Which All right. Well, do me a favor and uh, tell everybody your name, uh, how, how they can reach out to you, who you with, what you do. Um, and we will move on to the next segment. There you go. So my name is Derek Johnson. I'm a sales trainer and coach in the Contractor Sales Academy Bridge Program. You can find us all the normal social media places. All you got to type in contractorsalesacademy.com. You'll find us. And we also have a podcast since we're on a podcast. Check out our podcast. It's me and Steve and Tom. We talk about what we're talking about right now. So that's Contractor Sales Academy uh, forward slash podcast. Derek, I really appreciate uh, you being on the show. Um, there's so much that can go into this. We'll have to do a second show one day. Have Agreed. to. Um, I'm in. And keep doing an amazing job. If you have not checked out uh, the Contractor Sales Academy, you are doing yourself a discredit. Take care, Derek, and we will talk soon. Outstanding. Anthony, keep being awesome. All righty. Yeah, the floor masters. The floor masters. Check this out. I'm glad y'all tuned in to this amazing episode with Derek Johnson from the CSA, giving you all these golden nuggets when it comes to listening and selling and charging more money. Do me a favor, prepare yourself for the next episode. Stay tuned to the Floyd Masters Podcast. Go to www.simplyintricatedesigns.com. Follow us on Instagram. Do everything you need to be doing to be an amazing listener. And we're going to keep rocking out on the Floyd Masters Podcast. Yeah. Just don't get no better.